Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You've heard about the cool front coming through here. It's going to be nice this week. Well, there might be a few showers, but come on. I mean, we really need some rain. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. It's a really nice, uh, pleasant afternoon. I had the top down coming in today and really, uh, really nice weather. The fog is gone, but it was thick again this morning, and they're expecting more fog again tomorrow morning. Hey, listen, last night, election night in, in some states around the country, last night was a really good night for good people. It was a bad night for bad people and those people who want to try to tell us how to lead our lives. Really an amazing message uh, sent to right-wing Republicans, in particular the right-wing radicals. Voters rejected conservative views on abortion and marijuana. And so is this uh, a precursor to what's going to happen in 2024? We've got a lot to talk about today. And, man, you're free to, to talk about all of it uh, with us. The Open Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Ivanka Trump, the president's beautiful daughter, took the stand today um, in her father's $250 million fraud case. You know, I don't know what to say about that other than she's beautiful. And I wish she had an OnlyFans account. But anyway, um, <laughs> She's testifying there. We don't go into details on that. We're just going to wait and see what what happens. I mean, we could, but we choose not to go into graphic details there because it's just one of many, many lawsuits. Also, Patrick Dempsey, the actor, McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. Patrick Dempsey has been named People Magazine's sexiest man alive. And here's what I love about it. The guy's 57 years old. So, you know, it's kind of cool that, you know, you can be the sexiest man alive and be older. And for those of you who are younger, it just goes to show you, you know, you have a lot to live for. I mean, I I grew up as part of a generation, the boomer generation, and everything was based on being young. I mean, when we were young, when when my generation was coming of age, the, the basic mantra was don't trust anybody over 30. And so it's like, well, what do you have to live for? I mean, what, we get to be 30 and then, you know, we're, we're done. And I've repeated many times, Mick Jagger said something to the effect of, I don't want to live past 30. Well, Mick Jagger just turned like, what, 81 or 80, 81? I think think it was 80. And he's still kicking it. So here's the point. Um, Everything is not about being young. A lot of is, there's a lot of good things about being young, but everything's not about being young. And, And you get older and you've got the experience that you went through when you were younger and you just feel confident and great. And I just, you know, I just, I think this is kind of a cool thing that at 57, Patrick Dempsey is the sexiest man alive. Also, um, DA Jason Williams seems to have uh, broken a campaign promise, and I'm glad he did. 
He kind of ran on the idea that he was not going to prosecute teenagers as adults. And after taking the job as district attorney uh, and coming face to face with some of these thug punks, he changed his mind. Are you glad he broke that campaign promise? Do you give him credit for it? I do. The latest on Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey a little bit later. And there's some new information out about the sleeping habits of couples. Do you sleep in the same bed with your spouse or partner? Would you rather sleep in another bed? Over 20% of Americans say they rarely or never wake up feeling rested. Now, how did you feel when you woke up this morning? Did you feel rested? Feel good? Or did you feel like, I, I could use some more sleep? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I woke up this morning and felt like, you know, I could use some more sleep. I wish I didn't have to get up and start working on this show right now. But, you know, I did, and, and here I am. And, and there you are. You probably felt the, the same way. So we'll, we'll talk about this. And there's also something called Scandinavian sleeping. And a lot of couples are, are kind of, you know, getting into that. It's not a big deal, but we'll, we'll talk about that. And also yesterday, I, I told you that at some point we were going to talk about the, um, the battle between spinach and kale, which is better for you. And I did not know what the answer was until I got into it on the air in the, in the 3 o'clock hour. I was kind of disappointed. I was disappointed because the whole idea was to talk about how great spinach is for you and how great kale is for you. And it's basically a tie. So in the case of a tie between spinach and kale, I'm going with the spinach. I just, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the kale. Um, I know it's great for me, and I, I've eaten kale. I've had kale salad, and the kale salad that I've had is is good. But it's not my uh, it's not my choice. Station Six, a, a restaurant at um, in Bucktown, has a really good uh, kale salad. I believe that's where I had it, and um, it was good. It was good. But I, you know, I, I go with the spinach. But I just wanted to let you know that if you're, you're having this battle in your mind, do I go with the spinach? Do I go with the kale? They're both so good for you. It really doesn't matter. Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He is at the controls in the other studio. Welcome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you as well. How's it going? Good, good. Good. Very yeah. good. Good, good, good night for those of us who uh, think that, you know, marijuana shouldn't be prohibited and 10-year-old rape victims shouldn't have to carry their baby to term. Yes. Um, and I know that might sound kind of harsh, but I, I think the, the big winner last night was individual rights. Mm-hmm. The big winner was this idea that... that, that Specific, a specific group of people with a certain mentality uh, should not tell us how to lead our lives. And I know this breaks the heart of so many ultra right-wing conservatives, especially the right-wing radicals and the right-wing radical MAGA people. I know this really pisses you off, but hey, you know, you're the ones who, who changed the, the script and said, oh, it's not really overturning Roe v. Wade. We're just turning it over to the states. Just leaving it up to the states. Well, guess what? Every state that's had this has made has made abortion rights a constitutional guarantee in their state. Seven in a row, and it's never been close. It's never it's been not, close. And it's not, it's not ending. So, you know, just get out of my life. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to have an abortion, but get out of my life. You know, get, when it comes to marijuana, I don't smoke marijuana, but I'd like the right to have to do it. I mean, I'd like the right to do it if I did. You know, maybe some people on the show, you know, you know ingest some marijuana now and then. But, you know, I mean, I did in the past. Um, it's been a long time. If it were legal, I don't know. If it were legal, no, I, you know, I'm just, look, I'm not there. That's not where I am in my life, so I don't care about it. But I care about freedom in America, and I care about freedom of choice. 
And I love that the people are going to the polls and they're just busting this concept of you can't do this. You can't do that. Guess what? If it doesn't involve you, get the hell out of my life. And this is really um, this is a major strike against people like Jeff Landry and people like Ron DeSantis and 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 all the people who are really trying to just come down on you and tell you how you can lead your life or what you can do and what you can't do. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's disturbing. But I love that there is this, um, there's this statement that came from the, uh, the election last night. Now, it's, it's a statement. Is this the way it's going to be next year? Well, we don't know. I mean, a lot can change. But especially when it comes to the abortion issue, I mean, even Republicans are voting for abortion rights and young people are showing up at the polls to vote for abortion rights. And, and, and candidates who talk about they want to they want to ban abortion uh, totally, they're suffering at, at the polls. So I, I find this really interesting. Um, still trending on our, our website at WWL.com is a, a blog that I wrote um, last night. It's also part of our show yesterday. Had a really interesting call with a guy named Jacob from Mississippi. And it was about religion. And he disagreed with me. But it was a very, it was a very um, rational phone call. And, and, and we talked. And we, we disagreed. But we, but we talked. And my point was um, yesterday talking about those who, who support Christian guidance when it comes to our government. People like uh, our, our Speaker of the House, new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. He is a devout Christian. And there are those who are saying, hey, this guy is going to use the Bible as, as his guide. Okay, well, in some ways, that's fine. But this idea of using Christianity to run our country is bogus, and it defies the concept upon which this country was built. That's what the blog is about. That's what the conversation was about. You can still find that on our website, WWL.com. It's also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. Yeah, doing some numbers here, actually, looking at the podcast downloads from yesterday. That uh, that blog performed pretty well. People are interested in what you have to say about that. Good, yeah. And, well, I, you know, I define fascism because in, in, in a lot of ways, those who support this idea of Christianity being part of our government, they're supporting fascism, a form of fascism. So I define fascism, I define Christian nationalism, and I define Christian theocracy. And all of these things sort of lead to the idea that there are people who support the concept of America being um, a fascist nation. And that's something that on this show we do not support. If you're uh, in America, you have the right to support that. But we try to point out that that's what you're actually supporting. You know, I just wanted to say I, I didn't mean to sound callous when we started about abortion care. You know, I'm not sitting in here cheering on the fact that, you know, 10,000 women in Ohio are going to have abortions next year or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I think you and I are kind of on the same page about that. It should be safe, legal, and rare, right? Right. And I'm celebrating the fact that those decisions are going to be made by women and their doctors and not Mike Johnson. Exactly. And the, that's all. the idea that the government is going to determine whether or not the life of the baby or the life of the mother are more important is fascism. I, I, don't, I don't know what else you want to call it, but it's really dangerous. That decision is a personal decision. And the government need not be involved in that. But there are a lot of people who have become so entrenched in the abortion issue that it's kind of like those hardcore MAGA supporters 
They can't reconcile the idea that maybe they were wrong. They can't reconcile the idea that, that everybody doesn't think the way they think. And this is America. And the voters have spoken. We've got a lot to talk about this afternoon. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Also coming up later this hour, I want to talk about DA Jason Williams. And in the interview last night on Channel 4 with Mike Perlstein, I saw something very interesting in Jason Williams' office. Did you see what I saw? And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Why? (laughs) Why would you position yourself right in front of that? Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it just seemed a little strange to me. So we'll talk about that. And, and look, I like Jason Williams' new attitude when it comes to young thugs. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's time for that very credible moment in our program Wednesday afternoons when we do SOTA Money Trends with Metairie Bank. I'm Scoot and uh, North Shore Market President for Metairie Bank. Paul Myers joins us on the show. Paul, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Scoot. All right, Paul, explain this. Now, there are higher prices and, and inflation mm-hmm. has, has hit a lot of people and, and prices are going up in a lot of cases. Gas is going down now, but overall prices have gone up. But yet, um, consumer spending has has gone up. Retail spending's gone up. Explain that. Well, you know, when you look at the numbers from going into September, retail sales rose less than 1%, but 0.7%. But I I think some of that has to do with the fact that as we get into the holiday season, we all all tend to be very giving, and and sometimes we we spend uh, maybe more than than what we anticipated to – to do things for family as we get into to Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah and, and, and other things that we, we celebrate. Um, but, but it is, it is kind of interesting and it's an anomaly or not an anomaly, but it's an interesting dynamic when you, when you look at all of the, the changes that have done and what the federal reserve has done with raising the rates. And it, it's, it's a little bit different than say what took place back in the in the 80s and, and other times when we've seen rates uh, at, at the levels that they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that, that is interesting that is different is is the fact that um, when you look at 35 percent of, of the GDP is is federal, state and local um, jobs. And since we've since the rates have, have increased um, since beginning to increase, excuse me, um, at that level, both state, federal, and, and local municipalities and, and jobs, they've actually increased jobs between four and 500,000 positions. 
So when you look at that at 35%, and then you take another roughly 18 to 20% of GDP being healthcare, um, the, those are you're now at over 50% of our, our, our gross domestic product uh, as a nation that is relatively insensitive to to interest rate raises. So that could be part of the the the, the challenge that the Federal Reserve is having in trying to effectively slow down the economy to then help to slow inflation. Now, let's just look at this from a, a broad picture. Um, and, and I ask you this quite often, and, and I know there are a lot of different answers, but, but overall, is the economy good or bad? Boy, I don't want to sound like a Louisiana politician here. Scoot, oh, go ahead. I, I think I think that's a, that, that's a you know, um, that's a tough question to answer. Because okay, well, tell us why. Tell us it why. does impact people differently. Tell us why. Okay, we, we know that. And there are always winners and losers. But overall, um, now the economy is not always good for people. I mean, regardless of inflation, there are things that happen in people's lives, and your personal economy can change dramatically. And maybe it's not good. Maybe it's, maybe it's bad. Maybe it's, it's, it's very good. I don't tend to link this to politics the way a lot of people do because there are a lot of factors involved. But we just generally want to know overall, because politics um, uses this as a, as a political pawn, is the economy good or bad overall? I think the economy is in a much better place, even with where interest rates are, compared to where it has been in, in recent history. Okay. And some of those things that, that – and one of the reasons why I say that, and I remember you, know, you asked me this once before, and we had a, you had a caller that, that texted in to say, how can you say that with interest rates being in the 8% range? Well, if you figure that 80% of, of, of our nation, uh, of, of homeowners, refinanced in, 2019, in 2020, 2021, 2022, uh, they're 80% of homeowners refinanced at rates five, at 5% or below. Mm-hmm. With fixed rates now, we're not talking about the the, the variable rates that that you know caused issues back in the in the great financial crisis, but we're talking about fixed rate products. And and when you have those types of things, and and you see that it it, it helps to to mitigate some of the challenges. Now, no one is gonna is gonna cast a, a blind eye to you know things in the grocery store are more expensive. Yeah, they um, are. But you know. Uh, they they are and 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 that's just that is a part of inflation and 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 it's cyclical and w- you know we uh, we have also seen um, real uh, inflation fall and through some of the, the the challenges when you had a lot of the the layoffs during the pandemic and then people being rehired or changing jobs changing industries I mean we saw a lot of that over the last uh, three to five years mm-hmm. where people, maybe they, they retired from one industry and changed and, and pivoted into something else and all these different things. And, and a lot of those, they actually were able to take advantage of, of maybe changing their, their pay scale in a, in a positive way. And in doing so, that allowed them to actually have a little bit more purchasing power. And at the peak of inflation, it certainly made it challenging, but it, we have seen it subside some. So the purchasing power differential has actually improved. Yeah, and, and also, uh, Paul, I think it's important to point out, and, and I've gone through this in my life, if your personal economy is, um, is, is, is in trouble right now, I mean, if you're having problems lo- right now I- immediately, 
it doesn't. It, it's not going to be this way all the time. In all probability, you're, you're, you'll get out of this. Just try to do the right things to get out of it. But you don't have to accept that this is the way it is. You don't have to wait for the government to change something to try to make things better for you. A lot of it involves individual effort. Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, it does. And I, I, one of the things that I've found over, sadly, I can say now, not sadly, I shouldn't say that, but uh, sadly from the fact that I'm getting older, I, I've now been in, in, in the finance industry over 20 years uh, in banking. Uh, one of the things that, that people have the biggest challenge with is just asking for help and, and trying to figure out because whether it's whether it's it be, they're embarrassed or, or whatever the case may be. And I you, it's it's just you've got to take that first step. If you don't know what the right step is, you know, the, the beauty of what we have today that maybe we didn't have generations past is you do have access to a lot of information on the Internet. And I'm not saying that you, you find one website, you fall in love with it, and you follow exactly what they do. But maybe you do some reading. And, again, uh, you know, I, I, forgive me for getting on my soapbox about relationship banking, but you talk to somebody in, in the banking industry or if you have a – a local contact in a local bank, I don't know, maybe somebody like at Metairie Bank, where you can say, hey, I've got, I didn't mean to, um, during the pandemic, we were doing some things, and I took advantage, and I've got this credit card debt now, and I need to, I need to do something with it. I'm just trying to figure out if I've got any options. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe there's a way that we can look at, at, at doing some type of, 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 uh, of, I say to say assistance, but we can talk and say, hey, these are some products that maybe we have that can help. But one of the things that you can never do, and that's that's I think that's the resilience of the American spirit, at least it is with with, with me, is is that you you can't ever accept that. Uh, one of the things that I can't stand the the saying, and it's it's prevalent, is it is what it is. Yeah. Well, it doesn't always have to be, you know. It, it, it you have to you have to you can never quit trying to better yourself and better where you are, better your family and, and those around you. I think that's, that's, that's something that's got to be just con- continuously in, ingrained in, in who you are. And Paul, when we talk about uh, retail sales, uh, you know, edging up uh, slightly in the face of inflation, a lot of things costing more. And then you mentioned about the, uh, the, the holidays coming up and people tend to be generous. I guess this is also um, the, the, the point where people need to decide whether or not they're going to make big mistakes because, you know, you can have consumer confidence and, and spend way too much. Uh, so if you're feeling really confident, just make sure that your confidence matches your bank account. <laughs> look, have, having a budget and, and, uh, and, and watching things. And, and look, maybe you're not a good budget person. Right. Maybe you're not. One of the things that, that is real easy to do, if, if you don't like spreadsheets or, or whatever the case may be, get a spot, get a single subject spiral notebook uh, for people that are younger than I. That's that funny thing with the little wire that runs around on the side. Write down everything that you buy and that you spend that you plan to do through the holidays. Just write it down. And that way it's easy for you to keep a running track to say, hey, holy cow, I just spent. $800. How in the world did I spend $800? Yeah. You know, you can track it. And that's a, that's an easy way to, and, and every time you walk in the house, if, if you have it sitting on your, your kitchen counter or wherever that it, it's staring you in the face and you've got to write down what you spent, that will help just kind of keep, keep your eye on the, on the prize of, of not, uh, not having holiday hangover, if you will, where, where you get the, the credit card bill after, you know, after January one, you go, Holy smokes, what did I do? Well, I don't say holy smokes, but we can't say it on the air. Well, uh, Ian can. 
<laughs> no, he has the authority to do that. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> he can say it alone in his studio. I mean, I'll say holy, but not smoke. Anyway, um, you know, I, I, I my car's paid for. And I, I love not having a car payment, but I, I have to tell you that there's a little part of me that is tempted once in a while. Okay, well, wait a minute now. You know, you, you really could afford a new car, but no, but you got your car. You love your car. It's paid for. So I'm really, I'm, I'm fighting that. In the past in my life, I wouldn't fight it. I would just go buy a new car. Well, and look, I've always said that there's, there's a delicate balance between the, the, the mentality of YOLO, of you only live once, and trying to be responsible with your finances to ensure that, you know, you have the rainy day fund and, and, and that you are preparing yourself for, for uh, being able to have some, some comfort level in retirement if you can and all those things. So it's just one of those things that yep. y- you have to weigh needs and wants. And, 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 and if it makes sense to maybe drive that car an extra year uh, and, and put a little money aside so that when you, when you really, really, really do either want or need a, a new car, you've got, you've got a little, set aside and you know if that's if that's put you know open up a little savings account that that you just don't really pay attention to and the beauty with with most uh most jobs today is everything's automated so it's real easy you can set up a separate savings account and just have money go into that savings account and you're paying yourself before you ever even see that that no that really is is great the the, the other thing is is that with with the debit cards and, and credit cards we don't see money like we used to see money I mean, we used to see money all the time because you, you, all you had was cash. And, 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 you know, it's like you don't really see the money, so you might not be keeping track of where it's going. Well, and again, that, that's, that's one of those things that it goes back to. If, if you're not good at keeping track, if you don't regularly log into your online banking or look at your, your mobile banking, look at the app that you have, um, if you're not regularly kind of looking at it, again, go old school. Just write down what you spent. At the end of every day, in that notebook, it, it allows you to just keep track so that because you're exactly right, it's real. You, you can swipe and it's real easy and oh yeah. And before you know it, at the end of the day, you spent you know one hundred and fifty dollars when you had in, had intended to spend twenty five. Well, here's what I've been but doing. I've been to, I, I've been racking up everything on my my Southwest Airlines credit card to to get free airfare. And so, you know, I, I'm, my mind is, okay, I'm, I'm getting something free out of this, so it's worth it. Let me just pay it off at the end of the month. And so, man, I'm just, like, charging all my groceries. I'm charging this. I'm charging that. And then at the end, it's like, well, no wonder I have so much money in my bank account. I owe this much money. Well, look, and, and, and I'm, I'm not afraid to share this. When, when my wife and I were newlyweds, uh, that was our plan because we didn't have any money. But it's like, hey, we'll put everything on the credit card, and that's how we'll be able to do an annual trip. Uh, the one challenge is, is you got to make sure that not only are you using the credit card, but you're also not spending the money that's in the checking account that's supposed to pay the credit card off. At the exactly. End of the and that's my if challenge. You're, if you're double dipping, you can find yourself in a bond. Yeah. All right, Paul Myers, it's always great to talk to you. North Shore Market President from Every Bank. Thanks for being with us for Scoot on the Air Money Trends on WWL. Scoot, can I say one thing about upcoming Veterans Day? Sure. I, I, just, I just wanted to offer my appreciation to, to all the veterans. You know, as, as we as – we, celebrate their sacrifices for for us to be able to to speak our minds on the air and and to have the freedoms that we appreciate i just i think you know we all need to to recognize that not only the veterans but those that are still serving in uniform and and just continue to protect our freedoms that that we really just take for granted and and i just wanted to say that how much i appreciate uh all that they did 100 percent. i totally agree with you 
All right, uh, Paul Myers, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Have right. a great week. You too. When we come back, let's talk about uh, District Attorney uh, Jason Williams. He's uh, changed his attitude about punishing young criminals. There was an interview on Channel 4 last night. Did you see what I saw in the background? I want to talk about that in Jason Williams. I, I like that he's broken a campaign promise. We'll talk about that coming up. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2016, Bruce Springsteen was very disappointed. So was Katy Perry, Barbara Streisand, and many others. It was on this day in 2016, Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton to win the presidency. People like Ted Nugent, Loretta Lynn, Wayne Newton, they were all really happy. Molly Cyrus said that uh, if Trump wins, uh, she would move, but she decided to stay. You know, nobody lives up to that promise. Yeah, if they win, I'm going to leave the country. Nobody does. So just, you know, stop making those threats. And, and plus, I'm not going to vote for somebody because you might leave the country. I mean, I really don't care who you are. So that's kind of really a false thing. But yeah, this is the day in 2016 Trump beat Hillary Clinton and won the election. Of course, it was stolen. I mean, we all know that, right? Let's go to Mike in Mid-City. Mike, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, we have school. Yeah, I was caught in a comment on the elections last night. Okay. Uh you know, uh, and I think the Supreme Court did their job. They sent everything back to the states for the states to be able to vote on it, for the voters to be able to vote on uh, those issues. But I tell you one thing that wasn't on the ballot last night, school, and that was uh, males going into the little girls' uh, uh, bathroom. <laughs> where, where do you see this happening? Well, where, where have well, you seen the governor? Where have you seen well, it happen? That's how the last election up there got won because that's what he campaigned. That's what that uh, that's what Youngkin campaigned on. Well, that's what he's, and he's worried he got about. He, he got he got elected because we had people on the left that thought it was all right for males to be going into all females yeah. all bathrooms. Well, Mike, you're totally you know? wrong. That's not what the left believes. I, I can't speak for the left, but it's. It's not about it's not it's not about boys going in the little girls' room. It's about trans people using a, a restroom that they relate to. Do you know any trans people, Mike? Well, I, I'll go to first off school. I'll go on what's on a birth certificate. Do you know what's? Uh, do you know not, what? Have you have you ever have you ever? All right, but just be honest with me. Have you ever met a trans person? I, I most certainly have. Okay. What what impression did you get about them? They're a human beings. Did you know they were trans? If there was, if there was, some of them, some of them you could tell. And some how many? Of them I mean, it sounds like you've met a lot. And for somebody who's met well, a lot of trans people, I'm surprised you have that opinion. Well, I stay in New Orleans. I, you know, I work in the French quarters, and it's it's a lot of trans people out there. So I can I can't, you can't help but to see them, school. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. All right. So, um, look, I, I, this, this is an interesting debate. It's not a debate we're having today, but it is an interesting debate. There is not a problem. There is there's no bigger problem today with men trying to get in the ladies room than there was in the past when I was growing up. The statistics don't prove that out. There's, this is not a big problem. It's a, it's a problem that's been created, and, and you have been brainwashed into thinking that it's a big problem. It is not a problem. Show me the examples. Show me the incidents, the incidents of men trying to get in ladies' rooms. It's not happening like you think it's, it's supposed to be happening. 
So anyway, I didn't mean to, to digress there, but I wanted to, to take the call. Uh, let's go to Ian with some of your text messages, and then, then we got to get to uh, to Jason Williams. I'm going to try and be quick here. Here's a text that says, I am not for rape victims carrying a baby, but I am for life and against abortion being used as contraception. And that's what is used for in most cases. So choosing life makes me a radical. That's unfortunate you all feel that way. I guess it's okay to call people radical when it falls to your side. I mean, why call people names? Well, wait, wait a minute. Why call people names? We could always argue that we learn from the best. Donald Trump. He turned calling people names into a recreational sport. I don't call people names by calling them radicals. If you're not a radical, don't take it personally. But there are right-wing radicals, and they're against abortion in every case. I am pro-choice, but I'm also pro-life. I'm not for abortion to be used in the case of contraception either. But I know that sometimes things happen in life, and I just don't think that, as a man, I should make the decision. I think that should be up to a woman. Let her conscience be her guide. And we're not talking about ripping babies out of wombs. That, th- this is, a, again, this is a, a right-wing radical talking point. That, you know, there are a few situations where life and death have, have been at stake and, and decisions have been made. But this is not something that is happening. It's not something you should fear. I completely disagree with the texter's assertion that uh, that's what abortion is used for in most cases. I don't think it's at all accurate to say that abortion is used for contraception in most cases. Think about it. What woman, what woman would rather have an abortion than take a pill or get an IUD or use a condom? Like that is a preposterous thing to suggest. But I, but I, 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 I've known women in my life, not because of me, but because of other people. Mm-hmm. They've consulted in, in me and they, they had abortions because they didn't want to have the baby and they didn't have safe sex. And I think that there are a lot of people um, who who are not on birth control who do know that that is is an out. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you know, there are a lot of women who have their children. So, again, it's an irrational it's an irrational fear that that we have about how abortion is is being used in this country. And abortions are, are are down significantly, if I'm not mistaken. People have abortions. Yes, and because they had safe sex or they did not want to have safe sex, they didn't bother or they couldn't be bothered or, as is often the case, the contraception that they are using failed. And, you know, there are those cases, too. So in the, that, that's why the decision should be left to, to the woman. Bingo. You know, um, you know, it's not your body. And believe me, if men had babies, this would not even be an issue. This would be across the board. Abortion rights would be legal everywhere. But I just find it interesting with the election last night that once again, the people have gone to the polls and voted to maintain abortion rights as a constitutional right in the state. And, you know, this is something that the Republican Party is going to have to learn to deal with because this is not going away. This trend continues. All right. We've got to get to a break here. I I know we're we're running behind. also, coming up, I, I do want to talk about Jason Williams, and uh, there was something I saw in the background of an interview that he did uh, with uh, Mike Procine on Channel 4. And look, I, I admire Jason Williams. He's uh, changed his mind. He's, he's broken a campaign promise, and he ad- admits that. And I think it takes a lot of courage to change your mind about things. So I, I, I actually applaud that. 
All right, if you want to join us, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2002, eight-mile semi-biographical look at uh, the life of Eminem in movie theaters. We'll be back on WWL. All right, a very happy birthday today to Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt was born in Burbank, California. She's 75 years old today. Bonnie Raitt, born in Burbank? I mean, it sounds like she, she seems like the person who had been born in like a place like, um, you know, Possum Utter, Tennessee or someplace like that. Possum Utter. Born basically in the Hollywood area. All right. We're going to talk about Jason Williams changing his uh, mind, breaking a campaign promise. We'll also talk about the results of the election, especially concerning marijuana and abortion. All of that's coming up next Wednesday afternoon. I'm Scoot on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 